Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Super Testnet, and today we're going to talk about Noster as the first inaugural Noster Devs <laughs> workshop thing. <laughs> Yeehaw! Let's get to it. So uh, we don't really have a format, so I'm going to invent one. And I'm going to try to make it a little bit like lit devs uh, and bit devs. We're going to go over some recent news in the Noster space. And then I'm going to do a little demo. My favorite part of bit devs and lit devs is always when someone demonstrates something. So I'm going to do a little demo of a Python client that I made the other day uh, and how I made it. And then you guys can start hacking, uh, getting down and dirty into the Noster stuff. Uh, me and Captain Stacks will be, well, where is he? There he is. Me and Captain Stacks and Austin will be available for any questions you have if you want to learn how to do Nostra stuff. Uh, and you can just get hacking. Start making some bot or something. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. So let's get started. And I will go over some of the recent news. From in-house, uh, we've got the Booger client. Not, not client. Booger Relay. This is invented by our very own... Um, gentleman in the back there, uh, Keon Kubide. He made this, and it is a Nostra relay in Deno, which is, I think, related to JavaScript, because everything up here says JavaScript. But it's super cool. It is, it's basically a Nostra relay uh, that is very lightweight. He shows that there's only like 400 lines of code in the whole thing. This thing loads, is only 93 lines, and it like loads up your uh, SQLite database, and then does the main stuff, I think. Uh, then you got something called Postgres, because I guess it supports Postgres as well. So pg.js. So you get it, 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 only 400 lines of code, it supports two different backends. sqlite.js lets you connect to that and store events there. Pretty cool, good stuff. And then validate is the main one that it looked familiar to me, where this like checks what each event looks like. You know, events got these various fields. Uh, and it makes sure that they, all the fields are there, and then put the inserts, data, in, inserts events into your database and restore, retrieves them if they're requested. So it's pretty cool. It shows that it's very easy to write Nostra relays as well as Nostra clients. But check it out. If you like uh, JavaScript, Node.js stuff, this looks like a great one to run, to try out if you want to get started running a relay. Next on my list of things to talk about, we've got uh, Nostra Connect Deep Dive. So this is pretty cool. Nostra Connect is a way to, is kind of um, it's a way to uh, enable key rolling. So if you have a you have a master private key, and then for every service you sign into, you give them a different public key. Uh, and if one of them gets compromised, no big deal. You can just like revoke that public key and make a new one. How are we doing on audio, Logan? We're good. Okay. So yeah, Nostra Connect is pretty cool. This gives a deep dive, gives diagrams, shows you how it works, gives you some implementation ideas if you want to get started with it. And this is uh, hopefully going to become a new standard rather than like typing in the same private key into every web service and then they get hacked and you lose your identity. Uh, this could be a better way to do that on Nostra. So I hope everyone takes a look and starts implementing this as the new standard. If you're making a Nostra app, let's do it right. Don't just get people's private key and run with it. What's up? No, I th I think I think it's it's more like um, you you create a new key pair for every um, for every service, and I don't believe they're derived from your master private key. I think it signs uh, uh, it signs a message 
that it posts on Noster and says, I authorize this private key to, to act on my behalf through key delegation. And then if you revoke it, you just update that message and say, you know, and now I authorize this new one instead. Um, so that's a way of revoking access to, uh, to represent you to delegated keys. Based on NIP26? Yes. Nostra Connect is based on NIP26. It's extended with NIP46, I think, which talks about how to do this on mobile devices because it's harder on mobile. But this fixes that. Uh, I believe ARC, the ARC app supports it, Christopher David's app. Uh, I believe it's still in development, though. And I think the only other thing, I believe the Nostra Connect people made a demo uh, application that supports it. So. I'm not sure. I think the best way to find out about this would be to go to to search for Nostra NIPS, and I believe it's NIP46, and that should have all of the details. Uh, NIP46 not, is Nostra Connect. So there, there may be in this page uh, examples of how to use it. But yeah, I think the Nostra Connect deep dive uh, is another good thing to look at. So you maybe should take a look at that. Nostra Connect deep dive. If you search Google for it, I bet it'll come up. Nostra Connect deep dive. Nope, didn't come up. You'll just have to guess what the URL is. Come see me afterwards. Uh, yeah, one thing I didn't do, actually, I can do this really quickly. Um, I'm going to put all of these links in a uh, Telegraph post. Telegraph is a service from Telegram where you can write little markdown articles and send them to people. Uh, so what are we calling this event? Nostra Devs 001. And I'm just going to put in the links for it. Uh, Booger. No, it doesn't run it in a browser. It's it's a Node.js, so you'd run it on a server or a um, or a desktop computer. The next thing I wanted to show off is this onosendai.tech, which I think is a Japanese Nostra client. And this one's kind of cool just because of its funky interface. All events show up as little stars in the sky. And when you click them, if you hover over them, your little cursor starts spinning around. You can click them. And then it'll show you, you know, that post, which is kind of neat. So like, I'm going to go over to this one down here and click that. And it's just a kind of funky way of interacting with Noster, because you can make interfaces that work however you like them to. But this one's kind of neat. So onosendai.tech. Uh, hello? Oh no, send I. Then. It's a port. No, this doesn't go to a Nostra relay. This goes to Telegram's servers. But I will get to, there is an equivalent for Nostra, which I will get to in just a moment, because uh, it's on my list to get to. But I'm posting it here. This gives you a link you can share with people, and then uh, they can see your stuff. So what else we got? Uh, we got Nostra Rocket. I have not, I tried to read this, and it's full of buzzwords that make me want to vomit. So I have not finished reading this. This, But so like self-organizing unorganization sounds like a made-up thing. 
It sounds like an alternative to a DAO. But, like, I don't want to call it a DAO because that's a buzzword. So I'm going to call it this other buzzword that I just invented. Uh, this got, talks about being radically fair organizational mutexes. Like, it's just a bunch of nonsense words. But he do, he's, it might be cool. It's for project creators. You can bring your project or idea forward to a stage where you can quit your job and focus on what really matters despite your lack of funding. There's some humor in there. Uh, it's for developers. I don't know what all this is. Anyway. If, yeah, well, I, I just went to Fiat Jeff's Twitter where he posts everything that comes, from, that comes out of Nostra every week. Uh, so somebody made this sketchy thing. Yeah, it looks sketchy to me too. But the comment section's kind of cool. Anyway, yeah, this, this seems like a very Ethereum-y thing. But I'm going to put it on my list. Make a DAO that's not a DAO. There you go. If anyone wants to check that out. Next thing on my list to talk about is badges. So I've got a delegate here to tell you about badges, who's actually made some. Our friend Captain Stax. What's up, everyone? Uh, here is a microphone. Put that on. And then why don't you tell us about badges? Does anyone here have any Nostra badges? I know you got some. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about what a badge is, how to make them. Um, you can think of a badge as essentially a verifiable credential. It is cryptographically verifiable that if you have a badge, that it came from a Nostra user. Um, so, OK. So I do want to pull up uh, any client you have that's logged in where I can. OK. So I already made two badges. And I've been freely distributing them. Um, you can think of. You can think of badges in different contexts where there might be a badge that just has like widespread appeal where maybe lots of people are going to ask for the badge and they're going to want it. Um, there might be some badges where it's more exclusive. And I'll give you a couple examples. So here is my badges page. Um, the first thing you see is badges that I've accepted. And um, you can see I accepted a Bitcoin Believer badge, but that was a badge that I created. I accepted Noster Fitness, Noster Addict, and Fitness badge. It's already a little bit annoying because I have two redundant badges. I have Noster Fitness and Fitness badge, and they came from the same person. And I just kind of mindlessly accepted them when they came in. And now I'm like, oh, wow, these badges are forever stuck to my profile. <laughs> I don't know if there is part of the process that allows you to remove a badge, is there? Okay, I think it might just fall under the existing framework of updatable events. I haven't gone that deep into the weeds with it. Um, but essentially with badges, when you're first awarded a badge, it's gonna sit here in this tab. So at this point, there's, there's a, you can think of it as a verifiable credential. There is, there's a signed event saying that whoever the creator of the badge is has awarded me the badge. So I've been awarded Meme Connoisseur, T, the TSB stands for, what is it, the Sovereign Bitcoiner Community. Um, but I haven't, I haven't signed anything attesting that 
I care about this badge or that I want the badge. That's another process where I can go in and accept it. And another thing is you can create your own badges. So this page, these are the badges that I created. Uh, Bitcoin Benjamin is kind of an idea, like you could, you could think about how uh, DAOs could incorporate something like this. So, you know, there's, there's this weird phenomenon of all these important Bitcoiners who are named Ben. <laughs> so I decided to kind of honor or commemorate that with its own badge. Uh, and I just gave it out to, you know, people like any, anybody who I think is an important Bitcoiner who's named Ben and found out that BTC Sessions is also a Ben. So there, there's, so many, there's so many good ones. Now, the Bens of the world, they might get together and say, we don't know who this is. This badge is bogus. The artwork isn't, it's not AI generated. They could, yeah, it's a, you know, they could be like, what's the inflation rate on this Benjamin badge? Like, are we going to just let new Bens in? Like, <laughs> he's like, yes, I think you're on here. <laughs> what's your... Uh, I think, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But, but the point is, the Bens, they could say, you know what, we don't care about this, but, but we're going to make our own. And I, I think it's easy to see how something like badges could be a form of, like, uh, membership in some kind of online organization. You could definitely see uh, badges being awarded in person, like, say, at the, uh, the upcoming Nostra convention. What is it called? Nostrica? Nostrica, yeah. So... When people go through, when people physically enter the venue, like that badge could be awarded. So there's actually, so you actually know that somebody was physically there. And, and that's one example. Um, another like possible use case of a badge, this other badge that I created, if somebody's gonna claim a badge of Bitcoin believer, like not everybody's gonna wanna do that. You're, you're kind of like taking a stand for something. So you could think about badges like that, but you could also think about, the, you know, that's a system that can be abused as well. Somebody could claim a badge representing like some kind of belief system, but, but just to get false um, credit within some, some organization. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of ideas around badges, and right now they're mostly just for fun but I, I think they're gonna be kind of important going forward. Any questions on badges? I think if you think about a lot of things that are already done, where people go through lengthy processes to get certified, even getting um, academic credentials, I think you could think about slowly migrating some of those into cryptographic credentials. And it doesn't necessarily have to be on, on Nostr, but, the, but it's, the same, it's the same idea where, yes? Could I put a relay on my car and then make it so my car only unlocks for the person who currently has the badge? I think you could imagine ways of using, um, using badges as some type of physical access key, um, whether it's for um, a car or rooms. I don't know if I would be comfortable using that with a car, but I, I think there could be potential there. Or let's, let's take another example. Like, what about um, uh, checking into a room at a hostel? Like, I, I did this once in DC, and it was a really complicated process uh, going through a lot of fiat verification systems. So I think it's easy to imagine how something like badges could provide a much more streamlined verification for something like that. All right, I'll hand it back to Super. Yes. So they're quite different from NFTs. Um, one difference is that 
a badge is not transferable. So a badge is assigned one time to a profile, um, and now you, you have it, but there's nothing you can do. You could build your own layer, like your own sort of ordinal style layer of another badge that represents the transfer of an original badge, but only the people who bought into this system, like people buy into the ordinal system, would accept that. But in the basic implementation of badges, there's no concept of transferability, and it's also distinct from NFTs in the sense that there's no, there's no blockchain behind it. All right. Thank you, Captain Stacks. Let's give him a big hand. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's badges. And I just wanted to show you one more thing. This shows one guy made a badge called Friend of Sonder. And according to Fiat Jaff, this is the coolest invention of the decade. <laughs> so you could be, you can, people can verify who their friends are by making little pictures for them. So that's nice. There we go. Is that, is that better? Improvement? Yes. So the best thing in the decade is that you can make little pictures and share them with your friends. Oh, how sweet. All right, the next thing I want to go over is abla.news. Uh, oh, I forgot to put uh, badges.page on uh, Telegraph. Noster badges. Abla is uh, a blog site, which is currently has a bunch of Chinese stuff on it. But yeah, like here's an example of something. You can make little blog posts, write them up in Markdown, and then post them on abla.news. And I think there's something about like relays go in the URL or something like that. I forget exactly how this works. Let me just see what happens if I do that. No, the URL didn't change. Anyway. Yeah, you can uh, you can see what uh, posts people have made on this thing. Here's someone just published one a few seconds ago called Bitcoin Blocks Puzzle Strategy, and so you can little you can read about that and supports images, supports bold text, all the markdown things. So that's kind of cool. I think it's neat to be able uh, it's neat to have a client where you can create um, uh, create blog posts because that's not been done on Nostra before. Although, where's the create button? I'm, I wanted to do an example, and I don't see. What is this big one? Is that? You should, yeah. It, it would just be a reply, but I don't see a button for. Well, yeah, I see a zap button. But nothing happens when you click it, so. Still, I guess it's still in progress. Yeah. Almost certainly they're not storing them on Nostra Relays, and they're probably just linking to an image somewhere else. Uh, this person got the image from zapread.com, so posted it somewhere else. Yeah, Relays don't want, most Relays don't want you storing images on them. Um, another thing in the same vein is blog, blogstack.io, which is basically the same thing. It just has a different interface. But yeah, you can go and read articles by people. I just showed you this one in the other client. And this here's the one that I was just looking at. But it's the same thing with a different interface. Maybe this one has zaps enabled already. Let me see. 
support this author? That sounds. Click the zap button under the user card. I don't know. Um, maybe you can. Let me see what happens if I click this. I don't know. Maybe you should make that. Make a make a competitor that has the ability to highlight a piece and say, "I'm just going to comment on this particular part." That'd be sweet. Or contribute to their GitHub's. Is a long form post is that a specific kind, or is this just kind of I think they are specific kinds. A long form post. Uh, a way to perhaps check that. I wonder if I go to snort.social and type this in. Huh? How do you search for address? I don't know how to do that. <coughs> okay. Well, yeah, there's a special kind for these. And I think there should be a way to view the raw event. Because uh, I always like to do that. I like to view the JSON. Um, but yeah, this one says it has support for zaps. And at least it does show the guy's um, thing. Uh, his, his what, what's it called? His. Noster or lightning address, but it's said to click this lightning bolt and that's not doing anything. So, still a work in progress for all these things. Anyway, I'm going to put both of those. Uh, I need Albi. Uh, whatever. So, I can't log in because I don't want to give them access to my private key. But, or I guess that's not what that would do anyway. Um, but I'm going to put both of those in here. Uh, blogging on Noster, you can do it with blogstack and abla.news. So check those out. And then we got Noster IRC. If anyone remembers the old IRC channels of old, uh, they look kind of like, kind of like this. Not that open image. They look kind of like this, where you're chatting with people inside of a terminal, and you're like, hey, this is me talking to this guy, or that guy, that pub key. Or you, apparently, it supports not NIP5 identifiers, but this is just a demo uh, image. Anyway, that's kind of cool. So somebody recreated IRC on Noster, and you can install it right here and check it out, and have a little chat client inside of a terminal. What's up? <coughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. It supports NIP1, NIP5, end of service events, or end of stream. Uh, post, you can post to global. You can import a private key. It doesn't mention supporting the NIP28 chat standard. So I suspect this is just showing uh, kind one events. But I haven't looked at it. So that'd be cool. Someone can take a look and maybe add support for NIP28 events today. That would be a cool con contribution to if anyone's looking to do something like that. Uh, let me go to IRC on Noster. Has anyone here ever used IRC? I, I used to use it all the time. It's a great way to chat back in the day. Uh, then we got. For, I already, so we're done. That is all of the topics I had for the day. And because none of the Nostra things let me post this without logging in, I'm just going to publish it to Telegram. And then I'm going to 
there's the URL. So if anyone wants to see uh, the, all, the, all the things, you can just copy that URL and you'll get this page where, with all that info. So, oh, hey, what's up, Christopher? And I, f I forget, what's your name? Didi? Kiki. Kiki. Oh, hi, Kiki. Cool, good to see you all. Uh, yeah, so the next thing I wanted to show after going through all the latest Nostra news is I wanted to show you guys how to make a Python client. Uh, a friend of mine came in the other day, his name's Nathan, he came in and uh, asked me if I would help him make uh, a, a bot. He wanted to make a bot that would like, I don't know what it's supposed to do, I think he's supposed to take information from one place and put it, put it on Nostra. Uh, and he didn't know how to do it, so he, the only programming language he knew was Python, and I've never made a client in Python before. So he just sat down at that table and made one. It took about 10 minutes. And I wanted to show you guys what we made. Um, in case anyone's familiar with Python, you can probably help us do it better. That'd be cool. So I made a little directory called testing Python WebSockets, and inside I made this file called test.py. And I'm just going to open it up in Sublime so you can see. There's not much in it. It's, it's on, the only libraries I needed were uh, Asyncio WebSockets and uh, SEC256, SECP256K1, which is a Bitcoin library. Everything else here is just automatically included. Like, I had to import them, but I didn't have to install them. So that's kind of cool. It's a very lightweight client here. Uh, I defined a function called hash, which helps, which is just a wrapper around the hashlib library and uh, gives me uh, the hash of an event. And then I created two functions, one called listen, which uh, is how I talk to relays, uh, or how, how I request events from them. And I would just uh, uncomment that and comment out the rest so I can show you how that works. So if I run uh, my terminal, I'm going to open up testing Python WebSockets, and I'm going to run test.py. Basically, what it did, it just subscribed to a relay, uh, or it, it uh, connected to a relay and subscribed to Will's post, William uh, Kazarin, and then uh, shows me his, late, his 100 most recent posts, which are all these things. Now, these are, of course, JSON, so you can then, like, use the JSON package to unpack that and, like, well, this one's an encrypted message, so that would be a bad example, but a lot of these are you know, not encrypted, like this one's just an emoji. But you can like get the content out of it and display that for users and stuff. And so that only took, you know, what? Eight lines of code or however many that is? Less than, less than 20 to do that. Uh, and it's basically just using the WebSockets library to connect to the Domus relay. Of course, you can connect to however many relays you want. I create a subscription by, uh, I usually create a private key and then I just take the first 20 bytes of that private key. Uh, which is what this line is doing. And I use that as a subscription ID. That way I know it's unique. Uh, I subscribe to the author who has this public key. That's, that's William Kazarin. And I've just made a subscription and fired it off. I fired off that subscription to my relay. And then uh, knowing that he would give me a response, I told it for the first 100 responses he gives, just you know, print them and then close. And that's all it did. So very simple way in Python to talk to relays. I encourage you to test that out. Uh, and of course, you could do other things. You, could, you don't have to subscribe to a particular author. You could subscribe to all kind one events. And now if I run this same thing again, 
instead of getting all of Will's posts. Uh, now we get all the recent kind one posts, which are a lot of Chinese users are posting, and some people are posting pictures. But yeah, this is a great way. You know, once you once you have this, you can just parse and get the content and then show it to people. There's a bunch of fire emojis. Some of this stuff is even recognizable. So it's really easy to make a nice uh, Noster client, uh, and that's just the. Um, the part that listens for events. Let me comment that out again and show you the other part where I create an event. So this other part is just another, I don't know, how many lines of code is that? From 30 to 68, so 38 lines of code. Uh, you can write an event. So I, cr I create a private key, and you'd probably want to save this for your users. I derive a public key from that private key. Uh, I create a little event, and let's just say, what do we want, what do we want our, event to, our event to say, guys? Give me a prompt. Come on, someone shout something. Pretty Looks pretty good. There we go. Uh, I'm going to create an event. I'm going to assign it to the current time. Uh, create. It's going to be a kind one event. I'm not tagging anyone in it. I'm using my public key as the um, as the as the event because you have to put your public key in Noster. Also, uh, this little thing says to drop the first two characters because uh, Bitcoin public keys all start with 02 or 03, but Noster ones don't, so you just remove those first two characters. Uh, then I create an event array because we use uh, arrays when we sign something in, in Noster. We use an array because it preserves the order that you, that you put things in, whereas JSONs don't. JSONs usually get uh, alphabetically ordered. So we use an array so that every time we uh, create an event and then hash it, it'll ha produce the same hash every time by ensuring everything's ordered properly. Uh, then we just uh, uh, hash it to get the ID, sign the hash right here using sign, which is included in the secp26k1 library, uh, print our event, and fire it off to the relay with this send function. So let's do that. Uh, save and run this again. And so we fired off our event, which looks like this. It says, looks pretty good. It was created at this time. And this is the pub key that we generated when we made this event. Uh, and we, when we fired it off, we got an OK message back from the relay. The relay said, OK, you know, your, your event is valid. And now we publish this on Noster. So in a mere 68 lines of code here, we're able to both send and receive messages and talk to Nostra relays. I think that's pretty cool. Python's so easy. This is even, like the, the version of this I made in JavaScript was 120 lines. And in Python, it's even easier. So it's really easy to get started hacking away with, um, with, with Nostra. And I encourage anyone who's never done it before, go ahead and make something cool. Make, make your first Nostra bot or whatever you want to do. Uh, any questions about any of that? Cool. Well then, let's get started. Uh, I'm that's, that concludes the presentation portion of this Noster Devs thing. Uh, the rest of the time is meant for you guys to get to get to hacking away, and me and Topher and him, uh, Captain Stacks and Austin, will all be available to answer questions or help you out if you need any assistance. Any questions? Uh, did you talk about NDK at all? No, Noster Dev Kit. Yeah, come up and tell us about it. You can wear the microphone. 
hot off the presses, guys. <laughs> I was making a little video this morning exploring some of the Rust, Rust, Rust Noster libraries because um, I, I had seen that on GitHub, someone from the LNBBP uh, had done this Rust Noster. So I'm, I'm starting to build it in Rust. Previously, when I wanted to build Noster Rust code, I would just harvest code from Skizzybug's um, Noster RS relay. Uh, but some guy has been kind of quietly building this Rust Nostra library. And um, I was poking around in here and saw that this was being used by something called the Nostra Dev Kit, which I think is over here. And yeah, this the the website was apparently like, yeah, updated three hours ago. I think they just launched this. so. And I don't know who these two two guys are. One's with LMBBP, the other one, just people I've never heard of before, but they made this ndkit.com, uh, which is pretty slick. And they've got a really good Hello World tutorial on here. So if you're like trying to build in Rust and you want to do like a good introductory tutorial, I did this in like, you know, 10 minutes, uh, 20 minutes earlier today. But they got a really great Hello Nostra tutorial, um, stepping you through how to install Rust, create a new Rust binary, uh, and they got a, it's a pretty slick website. So if you're building Rust, Nostra, I don't know what their ambitions are for this, but you know we've already got the Bitcoin development kit based on Rust Bitcoin. We've got the Lightning development kit based on Rust Lightning, and now we've got the Nostra development kit based on Rust Nostra. So check it out. Thanks. I was wondering what that acronym was because I saw that, but I didn't know what MDK was. Well, the MDK, the MDK that Cash App just said that they were going to do like the mining development kit. I like all the all the decades. I mean, we're we're a Donkey Kong community in Bitcoin, and uh, you know, I, I love that. In fact, I like this format. Uh, I didn't think we were going to have a format where just anyone who wants to come up can just tell what Nostra projects there are. But that's a great format. So, I've talked about my thing. He talked about badges. He talked about NDK. Topher, what do you got? Uh, I like to bring up nips.be whenever I can. C come up here and tell us about it. <laughs> Free for all, everybody. Yeah, so real quick, if you want to be involved in uh, the Nostra protocol as it's being shaped, uh, this is the only thing you need to remember. It's nipsnips.be. You go to that website, and uh, what you'll get is a very simple little website that, uh, and I see you already have like some of these links are purple. Um, you can basically go straight to the NIPs uh, that are in the official GitHub protocol, or sorry, the official GitHub repository. But what we can also do is click here to search NIPs and PRs, and this is amazing uh, because this will show you all the NIPs uh, that are published and all the NIPs that are also currently in development. So, for example, uh, NIP 30. Let's let's pick one that is not an official NIP yet. How do you scroll? Here we go. Oh, here we go. So you can see that these are uh, PRs uh, that are in the status of being merged or whether they're open or closed uh, for the official NIPs. But then there's also, I want to find a good example of this. Like, I guess badges might be one. Like, I want to see one that takes me to, uh, not Noster, but to the actual, yeah, like a, a draft PR. Yeah, but see, this badges one is under the official um, Noster GitHub. 
But some of these links will take you to the actual repositories. Uh, I'm trying to find 38 on here. Maybe I can search it. It would be 38, PR38. No, that's not it. But anyways, um, this is a great resource to just see like all of the NIPs that are in development, all the NIPs that are being proposed, uh, everything. Like This just gives you literally everything. And if you ever want to get here, oh, here's a search bar. Oh, yeah, you can just search by kind, too, which is pretty cool. So if you just want to see like an overview of where the Nostr protocol is in terms of development, just nips.be. That's all you got to remember. Short and sweet. That's it. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, this is a cool format. Ben, what do you got for us? You got you got some cool Nostra thing you want to share? I do not have a Nostra project. Okay. I have a cool. Project, but I have All right. I hope we, if you need any help, let me know, or any of the other people who are. Austin, you got something you want to share? Awesome. Do um, you want to plug in your laptop? Uh, no, not necessary. I'm just going to go to GitHub. But I made uh, a project called MyNIP5 because I noticed that everyone was doing NIP5 verification through, like, Nostr plebs, is it? Move the microphone closer to your mouth. Okay. Uh, everyone is doing their verification, their check mark through this centralized service, which for me kind of like defeats the purpose. Like, you can trust that someone's, you know, has identity by their NIP5 if you trust the domain, and if the domain links to other sources to where you can verify them. So, like, my alias is Bitcoin Pleb Dev, and I have the website BitcoinPleb.dev. If you go to that website. It links to my GitHub. It links to my Twitter. It's like cross-verifiable. And so I made my NIP5, which is just like an easy update and run three lines. And then you can deploy a server with your own kind of NIP5 verification. And so um, let me find it. Yep, here it is. So next, uh, or Vercel lets you deploy a free Flask Python application. They just let you do it, and then it stays online. It's kind of crazy. So this is what it's using. So all you need to do is go inside of this um, Nostr. Is it stateless? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just go into app.py and you just add your Nostr alias here and then you add your public key and then you just need to basically Vercel login, Vercel init, and then hit Vercel and it deploys and then you can go into whatever Nostr client and just point to that URL. Or of course like update it and add your own domain if you have like a special domain you're hodling. So seemingly anyone could do this even if they're not technical but they have a domain they want to use for their like NIP5 verification. So. That's all. Could this be, uh, could it be just as easily done in some kind of server-side JavaScript? Well, I guess Vercel doesn't support Node, but it could be a serverless API, right? Yeah, there's another trick you can do on Repli. Well, like from, for me, the whole thing was just making it free and making it to where someone who doesn't know what they're doing could just like do it and forget about it, basically, and it, it would still work. 
Um, I usually use like paid services like Heroku, but you can use basically all I know of is Vercel or Replit. Replit has this trick where you can keep your server alive with this keep alive kind of like a cron job that you run to uh, like like you can just search keep alive Python Replit well, and you'll find that trick. It but have keep alive. I was just wondering, could it be done as a Next.js serverless? Yes, I did do this, and it was actually kind of weird because uh, I think Keon helped me with this actually. Because Next.js makes you start your API routes at slash API, no matter what domain you have. But for the uh, NIP5, you need slash dot well known. Really, I should have talked to you. Well, he, he showed me another way where you can reroute or reassign a route to a different endpoint, basically. In the next Yeah, next config. I've actually never I've never actually used Vercel, but I know how to do that. <laughs> I know how to do that in Vercel. Really? Yeah, I've done that. Well I should have asked you, but you weren't here, so that's okay. The NIP five can be a static file. Yeah, okay. You can also do it in GitHub Pages. GitHub Pages gives you access to the .well-known folder, so you can put a static mm -hmm. text file in there, set it up as a GitHub page, and then redirect the URL to it. Yeah, that's true. That's even easier. Because then you could just clone that, and you just put it in. You don't have to deploy. It's already yeah. deployed. But I guess it's just like the updating domain thing is what I was thinking about, because on Vercel, no matter where your domain is, it's really easy to import it. Like if you bought some vanity domain that you want to use, because um, that was my use case. It's easy on GitHub pages to, to put in your own domain. Yeah, that, Enigma does that. Nice. On Enigma, it's just a GitHub page, and then I redirect the URL to the C name. Uh, I've been sleeping on GitHub pages. I'm just so used to Vercel. Yeah, there, there's all there's all these easy tools. I know, it's like so easy nowadays to deploy. Anyway. Thank you, Austin. Cheers. Any other questions? Yeah, so we'll be around to answer any questions, and I think that's it. Unless, if, if anyone else has something, Captain Stacks. Nope. Why don't you come up and tell us about it? Noster Bridge. All right, there's a project for bridging uh, Noster with the Fediverse, and it's called Moster. <laughs> uh, so, and a lot of this stuff has been, is new to me, but it really should have been on my radar because Fediverse has been around for at least 10 years. And um, some of the protocols that it runs on are W3 standards. So even if we have a better way of doing things, I think it's still useful to have a background on what's already been done and figure out how it works and maybe in what ways it can be made better. Um, so, but what Moster Pub is, it's a relay. Um, it's a relay that joins, it's essentially a bridge that joins these two worlds. So it functions, as, it runs as a Mastodon server, I believe, and as a Noster client. Um, so all you have to do is add Moster.pub to your relay list, and that 
bridges you into the Fediverse. So just by doing that one thing, you can start to see events that originated in Fediverse, and they'll just show up in your regular Noster feed. Uh, and, and then you can, so over time, you can start to uh, make connections with people that are on the Fediverse side. If you want to get more involved, you can also create an account in Fediverse, which, which is what I did. So I, I still primarily use my Noster account, but I have both, and it, it makes it a little bit easier to try to uh, use the bridge to its fullest extent. But I, I think it's something that it's, it's very easy to overlook it and ignore it because it's like we're so excited about Noster. Um, but I don't want to overlook Fediverse either. I, I think um, there was a major Bitcoin forum that just recently moved away from there. Is anyone familiar with that? Bitcoin Talk, maybe? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one was it? It's like a, it was a Bitcoin dev um, community. I forget the name of it, but mm. it was on Mastodon. Right. And uh, some people were really pissed because the dude just kind of shut it down. Yeah. Well, they should move to Noster. I mean, Noster is like the native communica uh, you know, social communication protocol for Bitcoin. So I don't think they should be too pissed. But I think we should still uh, look at how uh, Mastodon was, was working for them for the years that they used it. And, and look to, uh, you know, a lot of people are are disillusioned with legacy social media, and you have refugees from, from Twitter and Facebook, and they're not all gonna land in Noster. So it's really useful to have this tool where we can, uh, where we can still bridge the divide across these two decentralized social networks. And so I would encourage anyone to at least just add monster.pub to your relay list. It's a good way to start out. And I'm happy to answer any questions if anybody wants to go further into it. Thank you. Is anyone in here old enough to remember BitMessage? I think BitMessage was like Noster before Noster. BitMessage was, or I guess it technically still exists, a peer-to-peer -peer communications protocol used to send encrypted messages to another person or to many subscribers. It sounds a lot like NIP. The many subscribers thing sounds like NIP1, and the encrypted messages thing sounds like NIP4. Uh, don't need root certificate authorities. It used, it used Bitcoin um, pub key, private key stuff. Uh, apparently, there is a uh, cross-site scripting vulnerability which is another thing it has in common with Noster. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, a lot of the stuff in the, in like about Noster reminds me of this BitMessage protocol from a long time ago. Uh, one example of where this comes up, uh, BIP47, BIPs.xyz slash 47. BIP47 is... Um, uh, reusable payment codes, or stealth, sometimes they're called stealth addresses, and sometimes they're called, um, they have another name, Samurai uses them. I forget what they're, Paynims, sometimes they're called Paynims. But back when the Paynim protocol was invented, uh, they suggested using BitMessage to notify people when they have a payment, a, a, a Bitcoin payment coming into their wallet. And so, like, BitMessage used to be what Bitcoiners used to send each other messages uh, outside of the Bitcoin protocol. And now we use Noster. So I, I don't know much about BitMessage, but sometimes I'd like to explore what it was, 
what it was like back then in, you know, 2000, what year was this? 2015, the, before we had Noster, we had this thing, and I'd like to know what it, how it worked. Cool. Well, that concludes everything, though. So I'm shutting this down, and uh, we'll still be around. You can stick around for however long you want, working on stuff, and we'll be available for questions. Thank you, everybody.